0: Thank Thank you you for joining joining me for your MMA scoop. This is Ray Zomopata Soup. Welcome. It's episode 27 of Ray Zomopata Soup. I am your host, Ray. Thank you guys for joining me. If you know, well, I actually don't know how you'd be listening to this podcast if you didn't find me on Twitter. But if you want to know what it is, Darce underscore smokes catch me on there spewing all of my shenanigans now this is another one where I'm bringing you one of the hottest MMA personalities from MMA Twitter she goes by Laura go ahead and tell them what you're about
1: what's up everybody um I'm Laura as you know the one that hates Leon Scott I'm just kidding. Y'all can follow me at xdexpurplepants.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, Laura, you just burst on the MMA Twitter scene, dropping your smack talk, taking over, you know, posting the booty pics and everything. What's going on? How did you just bust on the scene as one of the hottest MMA personalities?
1: Well, I was always on the MMA Twitter scene. I was just never interacting with people um, right. because of work. And then I got a promotion, and once you're the boss, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeet.
0: <laughs> That's right. Well, so now that you're able to kind of show your face and you know spew your stuff with your uh, with your handle, I'm glad that you're you're here because. We actually have a show together now for those who haven't been following. I've been pretty busy all of 2019. And Roy, who is one of my first guests on this show, invited me on to his network, Threadhead Media, to do a show called Face Off. Now, Laura here is the co-host. So we kind of butt heads on the show. We haven't really... uh had too many shows yet, but the pilot is great. Be on the lookout for that. Laura, what do you think about the show so far?
1: I think the show is great. It's going to be um, an outlet for us to take our timeline arguments and share them with more people. Um, it's a great concept and I hope people tune in and yeah. we can make it big in 2020.
0: Nice. Yeah, I think that Roy is one of the more talented people in our community. Um, what I've seen him accomplish in his short time as a media member is, you know, second to none.
1: Rory's great. Phenomenal That's dude. amazing. Amazing. We're, we're all doing big things in 2020.
0: Absolutely. Uh, speaking of big things in 2020, so the first fight kicking off, uh, at least first UFC fight, kicking off 2020, is this upcoming card, Cowboy Cerrone versus Conor McGregor. Now, the lack of promo on this fight is going to be a topic on this podcast. What do you think is going on there, Laura?
1: You know, I think that for as much as Dana White and the UFC loves Conor McGregor, they're just at a point where they don't know what to do with him. Um, There hasn't been as much promotion for this fight as for his previous fights because I think, you know, as business people, they're not stupid. They know they're fighters. They know there's a a significant chance that the fight doesn't go their way. Conor hasn't fought in long enough that, you know, they don't know – where he's at.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Kavanaugh has come out and said that Connor runs the training. Connor knows more about fighting than the coaches do. And, I, and, and to me, that's just that's just a sign of somebody that is, is just fighting for the money.
0: Mm, yeah, no, that is a huge, huge telltale sign, if you ask me. Um, I don't know who said it, but I've heard it many times. If you're the smartest person in the room, you should definitely reassess your room. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the fact that Conor McGregor, like you said, is leading the training sessions, like, sure, you might be the best fighter in there, but maybe there are some minds, some greater minds and perspectives that you're not able to see. Uh, And if that's not the case, then you should probably reassess the room that you're training in, buddy.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I think that... The reason that fighters have coaches and and not even just fighters, just anybody that that's in a in a sport. The reason you have coaches is to to learn from people that are wiser than you. So really, what are you doing with your life if there's nobody wiser than you in the room? You know? Yeah.
0: No, I, I would not like that comment. If I'm a Conor McGregor in his shoes, I don't want my head coach going on Twitter saying that because honestly, it just makes me look bad, especially if you go in there and get beat by someone who's almost 10 years your senior. <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly.
0: Now, and you know,
1: there there is a chance. No, I'm not on, the bo- on board the, the train that's totally counting out Cowboy. Um, mm-hmm. y- yes, he is not favorite in the fight but a motivated cowboy is a dangerous man and that that's a that's that's the issue that I have with the way they've been promoting if you can say quote-unquote promoting the fight you know they've totally excluded cowboy from the narrative and I saw one promo and that was during I think it was during a football game
0: well, um, I'm actually going to hot take here because I don't like the 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 cowboy that gets a full fight camp. I'd rather see the short notice cowboy, you know, coming off of whatever the hell he's doing, jumping out of airplanes, riding jet skis or, you know, catching snakes with his bare hands, whatever the hell cowboy <laughs> does. You know, I'd rather him just get the call and come off the couch fighting because now he's kind of got a little pressure on him. I don't know exactly where Cowboy is in his career. He's coming off, you know, a devastating loss, in my opinion,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, where he got his eye and whole face busted open, and you know now he's got to fight Conor McGregor. They're fighting at 170 as well, which is a weight that Donald looked good at at the beginning, but then we kind of realize, you know, maybe he doesn't have the power to be fighting those guys now. Conor McGregor. Is also in that same category, so I could just be talking in circles here, but I, I just don't know. I like you said, I'm, I'm favoring Connor in this matchup.
1: Okay, well we'll see. I'm on I'm on the cowboy train. Yeah. But we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I think oh. it's just that I think with the way that and did you see that? Did you catch that that interview um, that Connor did where he was uh, like. I- talking about Habib or something. I didn't watch the interview because I just don't... Yeah, I don't watch Conor content, but from the clip that I saw, he just looked like a deflated balloon. Hmm. He didn't look like Conor.
0: Now, as far as the card overall, I, I get it. You got Conor McGregor on it, but I feel gypped. I feel gypped. There are no championship fights on this card. Really... Not much championship material on this card to begin with. I mean, we got Holly Holm, Raquel ben- Pennington as the co-main event. I mean, sure, Holly Holm's had an infinite amount of title shots, but are we still looking to her as our co-main event?
1: Yeah, that's a problem. I feel like this card is um, like, a, like a Beyond Burger from Burger King. um and it's like like somebody's feeding you a beyond burger and they didn't tell you that it was a veggie burger and you and you eat it and it doesn't taste right to you right that's what this card feels like
0: yep i can definitely say that
1: it's just that you know And, like, Raquel Pennington and Holly Holm as a co-main event, really? Like, two women that have been gifted, basically, their entire UFC careers. Mm. It's like, Mm. come on, come on.
0: Dang, gifted? Lord! (laughs) Tell them how you really feel, Lord.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, I won't discount Holly's boxing career, You know, and, 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 but in MMA, like, come on, if you hadn't been gifted 27 title shots, where would you be?
0: Honestly. So so the late, one of the latest news stories, I guess, to come out of the UFC is that they just announced today that they're going to be doing a press conference on the Wednesday before the fight. I mean, what do you think about that, Laura? Good.
1: This is that they should have done a press conference, you know, at the beginning of this week. It's just, they, they, they're not giving, like I feel like the the first quarter has started out slow for them. They're not giving as much content as we usually have before. And I say big, um, with some trepidation, um, before a big card like this, this is this is Conor McGregor's big return. Where is you know if this was any other fight, there would have been twenty seven uh, st- stare downs by now.
0: Yes, you're right. If you, know, you ask me, this is this is a troubling time for the UFC because they desperately need another Conor McGregor. But in my opinion. As long as you have that man around, it's hard for anyone else to rise to that occasion. He almost just needs to go away.
1: Yeah.
0: I've been saying that for a year. Yeah, no, so. he, he, totally. he just needs to go away. Uh, I like, you know, the spectacle whenever he's in there fighting. But this whole one time a year stuff, you come in, you steal the spotlight from the guys who need it uh, or the, the girls who need it. Because as I look at this card... There's another fight on here that I'm really excited about, and it's buried on the prelims. Macy Barber fighting Roxanne mm-hmm. Montefiore.
1: Roxy Montefiore. Oh, that's going to be such a good fight. I am so looking forward to that fight. I'm so glad you brought it up. Roxy is one of my favorite fighters. She is such a nice person. As a fighter, iffy record, you know. mm mm-hmm. Yes. But she's exciting to watch. She's tra- She trains out a syndicate, and mm-hmm. you know, as for as low key as they are, they have some great fucking fighters.
0: They really do. And yeah,
1: I feel yeah. like if if this was any any other fight card, this would be higher up in the lineup. This fight. Um, True. It, it Macy Barber for as much. It, coverage that she got last year, it really isn't for her to be, um, in such a, such a low slot on yeah. the cart. You know, there was a lot of coverage on, on Macy. And I, I will out myself. I'm not the biggest Macy fan.
0: Okay. Just not she a lot came of people. For aren't. My
1: girl TVZ.
0: <laughs> See, and- I, like,
1: I like that.
0: <laughs> I loved it.
1: I was into it. Like it was super entertaining, but you know, we must protect the titties of PVC. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: But yeah, that's a great fight. And you know, in it, 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 and there's just some weird vibe about this card altogether, because if it was any other card, I feel like they wouldn't be like Roxy is a super popular fighter with the hardcore fans and they wouldn't be such a, in a low in such a low slot if it was any other card in my opinion
0: true i i hear you loud and clear um i i wish that they were getting some shine and unfortunately because this is the Conor McGregor card they're not but we're going to move along from the McGregor Cowboy fight there's one other topic that i want to cover cuz this has kind of been a developing story over the last 24 hours or so your boy Mike Perry is tripping. <laughs> the man is, he's straight up wilding. All right, I'm going to read the tweet verbatim. Sure, I'm black, but this is the family-friendly show. I try to keep it nice and PG. But Mike Perry went ahead and tweeted, blood and blown, more like bitch-ass nigga at Michael J. White. What do you think about that comment, Laura? I think he's pushing it. He like I wanna like him.
1: I wanna be a fan. And so I am Dominican of Dominican and, and Haitian. Mm-hmm. You know my fa- my dad's family is Haitian. I, I I'm Dominican. So it, it it rubs me the wrong way that he's using the word.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's not. It doesn't matter how many buddies you got, Mike Perry. If you're listening, shut the fuck up. True. It does not matter how many buddies you have that tell you it's okay. It's not okay. If you catch the wrong black person, it doesn't matter that you fight for the UFC. You know? True. I can I can only speak for Dominican black people.
0: We carry machetes. True. Look, here's the thing, Mike Perry. I I fucks with you, but I don't fucks with you. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, all right, you might got the pass from one or two of your black homies, but that don't mean that you could ever say it in like public. You can never you can never write it, Mike Perry, on the internet. Mike Perry. Talking about someone who's black famous. You know how many black awesome movies Michael J. White's been in, dog? What are you doing? You can't come after that man, especially at using that tone. I'm going to need you to dial it back at least two or three notches. He's like at a 12 and he needs to be at a one and a half. That, That was quite ridiculous. And uh, honestly, I just saw this, so this is a natural reaction for me. I just saw this like 10 minutes ago. My man's wilding about that. Uh, now, with that being said, if there was a fight between Mike Perry and Michael Jai White, dog, I'm picking Michael Jai White. Mm. Yeah, I'm riding I... with Michael Jai White. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Look. I know Mike Perry, he may be able to get it to the ground and submit Michael Jai White, but in a straight-up striking match, I'm riding with the boy. That's all I'm saying. You're not the only one. We're all riding with him. Yeah, dog. Uh, So, Mike Perry uh, appreciates all your efforts, but I think this is where me and you, we just... Get off, I just get off the Mike Perry fan train because uh you hurt me, bro. I'm hurt at this point. <laughs> Shit. Uh but anyway, Laura, we've almost done 20 minutes. Is there anything else that we desperately need to get to the people before I let you go?
1: No, I think I think we covered a lot. Um I do wanna say Francis 2020. I think my man's oh, has the belt by the end of the year.
0: That's your bold prediction of the year, huh?
1: Francis 2020, I'm getting it put on a shirt.
0: Dang. I, I actually, it's hard for me to ride with that one. Let me, let me see if I could come up with a quick bold prediction of the year. Hmm. All right. Bold yeah. prediction of the year is Izzy Adesanya will not be the champion by the end of 2020 by mid 2020 boom damn what y'all boom. gotta say about that <laughs> Shit. y'all can leave me the comments on twitter as soon as i post this laura drop your handle for the people one more time
1: at xx pants follow me
0: hell yeah make sure y'all give her a follow uh i definitely appreciate you coming on tonight i know you had the midwife in because you're Got the baby bump going on. And, uh, you know, definitely appreciate you, you know, taking a little time to have this conversation with me. Make sure you guys check out my material on pureevilmma.com. I actually just did a uh, MMA trivia with those guys. We're doing a little tournament right now, and it's quite ridiculous. Uh, If you think you know better than me, hey, follow along, because they got some tough questions on there. That's all I'm saying. But with that, I'm going to leave you guys with that one. So take care.